March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the My Bookie Bracket Contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes, and it's only a dollar to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My Bookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code ZABE to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And make sure you use my promo code so they know I hooked you up. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Another stunning day in Arizona. My God. I actually got up early today on my vacation, forced myself out of bed at 6.30 just to go walk the golf course that we are staying on, and it was glorious. Sunset was glorious as well, and I was going to post a picture of it to one of my social media accounts with something snarky like, ho-hum, this is what they call Monday out here. But then I thought, who the fuck cares? Anyhow, it's great to be here in the car, in the rental car with you on the Rental Car Podcast, day number two of Zabe Vacation. Zabecation? Could that be it? Possibly so. Your Elite Eight, two games on Monday night, and it was Baylor in the nightcap surging past Arkansas late for the cover. Thank you very much. Minus seven and a half. The MyBookie gut hunch, gut punch, a winner. By the way, this podcast brought to you by MyBookie and their opening day promotion. If you're not doing so great in basketball, don't worry. If you play in the MyBookie MLB lock of the season, well, you're going to be a winner. That's how much they just want to give you a win. MyBookie has lowered the over-under on total runs to a half a run for the opening day matchup between the Dodgers and Rockies. So there's no way to lose unless you bet the under like an idiot and expect the first ever 0-0 tie in Major League Baseball history. So don't do that. Go to MyBookie.ag. Sign up for an account if you don't have one already. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get a bonus deposit up to $1,000 when you use my promo code ZABE. Be sure to read the rules and regulations of your bonus code, of your bonus dollars, and and the rules that apply to those bonus dollars, and then you'll be on your way. You'll be good to go. So if you're a basketball fan killing it on the tournament, great. Keep killing it. If you don't have an account, get with my bookie. And look, just play for five, ten bucks, whatever it is, to make things interesting. I was actually rooting real hard down the stretch for Baylor because I had them for a couple of bucks, minus seven and a half, and it made the game more fun. So there you go. The uh, my bookie gut hunch, gut punch of the day. I'm actually firing in a Bill Walton two-team underdog special for tonight's games. That would be I want UCLA plus the points, and I want USC plus the points, 
and I thought I wrote them down here, but now I don't see them. It's like six and a half, and then maybe nine. I think USC is catching nearly nine. Check with mybookie.ag. I'm taking both dogs in a two-team parlay, a Bill Walton special. Good choice, Zabe. It's the Conference of Champions. They will not lie down like dogs. These will be absolute wars between these two teams. So that's my, my bookie plays of the day. All right. So Elite Eight, Baylor 81, Arkansas 72, Maceo Teague, couple of key threes late. He had 22, and Arkansas went stone cold in the final 12 minutes. It's the first Final Four since 1950, and tough luck for Arkansas, who my boy Scotty Shirey, Arkansas alum, Pig Sue, says this year is a bonus year, that next year is the win-it-all year um, for Emus and the Pigs, but I don't know, man. Every year is different. You can't just count on next year. They were right there. Really good team. Very athletic. I had not watched them for any long period of time until last night. And it was, uh, it was impressive. I was impressed with Arkansas. And uh, I guess they're bringing back a good chunk of their team. So maybe it'll be next year. Somebody on the text thread, though, started chirping about Baylor. And my boy Shari's like, they have more murdered ex-basketball players than Final Four appearances. So shut your hole. Well, now it's one-to-one. So it is what it is. Houston over Oregon State, 67-61. to Oregon State was getting buried early in this game. Their star, Ethan Thompson, was completely put in a chokehold. But then, oop, bad. Okay, see, now i got to edit that out. That was totally unintentional. I know. The Derek Chauvin... George Floyd trials going on right now. I'm going to gently back that out. That was a mistake. Uh, Ethan Thompson was corralled early on. Ding. There we go. Uh, but then they rally back. He started to make some buckets. They tie the game on an outrageously banked three-pointer. And then Houston got it right back with a three of their own from their guy, Grimey. And they never trailed from there. Uh, the spread had some drama at the end. They were up nine was Houston. Spread was seven and a half. Then Oregon State hits a three, cuts it to six. Then they inbound and they could foul with about five seconds left. They don't. The clock runs out. So not only does Oregon State cover, but the under comes home because when they could have fouled, they just needed like one or two more points. It would have gone over. That's the fun of gambling if you're on the right side of it. And it's the uh, frustration of it if you're on the wrong side. Kelvin Sampson is going to the Final Four. Kelvin Sampson has been around college basketball forever. And as you may recall, or maybe you kind of forgot, it ended poorly for Kelvin Sampson in 2008 in Indiana. He had gone from Oklahoma to Indiana, and he was going to be the next great savior of the program. And then he started committing recruiting violations. Excessive phone calls. Now this is 2008. Yes, let me take you back to 2008 when... Coaches made phone calls, not text messages, not sneaky social media posts to get recruits, but actual phone calls. The severity of the cheating, I guess, is a matter of how righteous are you when it comes to NCAA rules. I don't know how bad he was cheating. It ended badly, though, that's for sure. In fact, it ended so badly that Pat Forty 
in his column at the time, said, if he ever coaches again in college, it will be a shock. Well, put the shock paddles to Pat Forty's nuts because he's going to the final four. Was that, was that really necessary? I'm just saying, Pat Forty, one of the preeminent hashtag team virus fans, super fans, I wouldn't mind some jumper cape. Okay, never mind. Let's talk the men's tournament and the women's tournament because this is an annual rite of spring. The pseudo-griping about any perceived lack of attention or lack of equity between the men's game and the women's game in college basketball. I saw recently the numbers between the two tournaments, the budgets, the, the revenue. The men's tournament makes several hundred million dollars when it's all said and done. The women's tournament, ooh, how much do they make, Zabe? Do they make a hundred million dollars? No, not exactly. Do they make 50 million dollars? No, not that either. Well, I bet it's got to make some money, right? No, the women's tournament loses $2 million. The bottom line is, what, ha- what you have here in basketball is you've got a men's game that is extremely popular and generates a ton of money, and a women's game that, you know what, it's a lot better than it was 10 years ago. And it's a lot better than it was 20 years ago. These gals are there's more and more straight-up ballers in ponytails and pigtails than ever. Although my wife was, like, watching some of the Baylor women, and she said, oh, my God, I think one of them has fake eyelashes. I go, what? She's like, yeah, I swear, the one that was just shooting free throws. <laughs> and I go, that can't be. Really? Like, like fake, you know, showgirl eyelashes? She's like, yeah, I swear to God. They showed uh, one of the gals cutting, uh, going to break. And I'm like, well, (laughs) there you are. Makeup, eyelashes. I'm fine with it. You know what? Look good, feel good, play good. I got no problem with it. Whatever. Bottom line is this. The women's game is better. There's no question about it. It is still way too top heavy. The best programs get all the best players. And it's not nearly as flat or spread out as the men's game in terms of teams that could actually make some noise and go deep into the tournament. There, in other words, there is no equivalent of 12 seeds like Oregon State suddenly finding it in the women's game and then marching their way through the big girls on the women's side of things. And there's certainly no Oral Roberts either. But here's the thing. Okay, so the men's game is way more popular. It makes a ton of money. It subsidizes the women's programs and the women's game to a large extent, if not entirely. The bottom line is this, you have a concurrent and duplicate product that is demonstrably and inarguably inferior to the other product. You have basketball and then more basketball. Well, which basketball do you like? Well, I I like the one where they go flying through the air and they dunk and everything else and they shoot the ball, I don't want to say better, might be better shooting percentages as a team in the women's game. But the men's product is popular. The women's product is not so much. And they run at the same time. They run concurrently in the months of March. And so so you don't have a situation where there's a unique women's product 
that can stand on its own, that can say, you know what, we're actually superior as a sporting product to the men. Now, one sport in which I think the women's side of it is compelling and stands on its own is MMA. Now, I may be wrong about this, and you MMA heads might have to get me, you know, set me straight on this. But it seems like whether it was when Ronda Rousey was big or Cyborg or whoever the big Terminator chick is now in the MMA, it seems like they do pretty well on their own. And there's not this force feeding of, hey, you should also watch the women in MMA. They're good too. Because there's a lot of that, you know, browbeating going on when it comes to basketball. You should watch the women. You should care about the women. You should talk about the women. You should tweet about the women. It doesn't seem that way in MMA. It seems like those matchups or those matches, those uh, bouts, they're looked forward to, they're anticipated by typical MMA fans, and they don't need to be sort of harangued into doing it. I could be wrong. Who knows? The transfer portal is going to be one hell of a mess this offseason in college basketball. If you listened to my podcast last week, with Coach Mike Jones of Dematha, we went over this. We touched on this. And there's more stuff coming out now. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports, my go-to guy when it comes to college basketball, tweeted, pure speculation on my part, but I'm not convinced the one-time transfer rule, which is in place this summer, will end up passing. We're at the point where kids are throwing their name in the portal just to see what kind of interest they can draw. Coaches are really going to push back this off season. Actually, the one-time transfer rule, I believe, is a modification that says if you're a kid in college, D1 athlete, and you want to transfer once without sitting out a year, you can do it. And it's one time. It's It, it essentially grant, grants every player free agency once. But what's happening, at least according to Aaron, and I believe his senses are pretty keen, is that kids are just throwing their name in the portal like, well, who knows? I might get a great offer from Arizona. I might get a great offer from Michigan. I might get a great offer from North Carolina. Who knows? Let's just put my name out there. It is free agency. And the coaches, oh, they got to recruit a kid, and then they got to re-recruit a kid, and they got to keep recruiting a kid on their team. It's going to be a headache for them, but you see these eyes? They're very dry. No, no tears shed for the multi-million dollar head coaches in Division I basketball. Let's switch gears to soccer. The USA is not going to be in the Olympics in men's soccer. We lost to Honduras. Oh, you're a wee guy now. Well, I figured I should be a wee guy once when it's a <laughs> shitty outcome. Uh, USA loses to Honduras in the Latter st- the last stages of qualifying for the Olympics. I had to explain this to my mom, and I didn't have all the facts on me. I still don't have all the facts. All I know is USA loses to Honduras, misses out on Olympics. That's all I need to know. I said, well, mom, they can't take every team in, in the world in the Olympics. It's a limited field, and we have to go through qualifying. And we didn't get through our qualifying region again. I think it's three straight Olympics, USA men have not made it, something like that. Holy shit, do we, what? Okay, I remember 
four years ago or two years ago when Taylor Twellman went on ESPN and cut that epic rant where he pretty much screamed in frustration, what are we doing here? And I believe Scott Van Pelt uses that drop a lot when it comes to plays and sports that just defy all logical explanation. It's a damn shame. Because you know what? While we were playing golf last Saturday, my boy Workus and I we were in the cart, and I look over at some houses near the golf course, and there were some big stadium lights next to the houses. And I'm like, wow, that would suck to be living next to that. And he's, uh, I said, what is that? He said, those are, those are soccer fields. And he said, they will go deep into the night, which, of course, out here in Arizona, you probably have to go at night so you don't die, so you're not melting into a bubble of plastic on the field. And that's when I turned to him and I said, you know, this country, God bless her, has spent more money on more high-level camps, more advantages, all of the coaching camps, nice fields, organized soccer, and we just, we, we can't do shit internationally. We can't. And it's a simple answer. I mean, I'm, at least I believe it's simple. I'm sure I'm going to get some emails from soccer heads saying, ah, oh, no, here's what the problem is. I think it's simple. Our best athletes, remember, soccer players, the best in the world, they're great alpha athletes. Speed, strength, flexibility, hand-eye coordination, that sense, that, that, that extra degree of just being great at a sport. We siphon those guys off of soccer at a very early age. And they don't worship soccer players as their idols. And so by the time they get to the formulaic stages of their early double-digit years, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, they're gone already. They're already playing their other sport they like better. Basketball, football, baseball, hockey, you name it. And so it's just a damn shame. Honduras. <laughs> we should not lose to Honduras. No offense, Honduras, in anything. Not as a nation, the richest nation on the, on the face of the earth, save for Saudi Arabia, uh, at, at 340 million people or 325, whatever it is. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the my bookie bracket contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes. And it's only a dollar to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My bookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code ZABE to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. And make sure you use my promo code so they know I hooked you up. That's promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choices from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Deshaun Watson update. There's now 19 women who have filed suit. And there is apparently another attorney involved or another woman who has not yet filed suit but has come forward to tell her story to Sports Illustrated. She basically said, you know what, I felt I needed to come forward because I thought, oh man, he's about to get traded. He'll go to another city and then start preying on a whole new set of massage therapists in that city who don't know what his move is. That's the gist of what she said. There are claims of deleted Instagram messages from Deshaun Watson that his attorney, Rusty Harden, denies. And there are claims of hints at monetary settlements that Rusty Harden denies. But there is now 19 women. What is the NFL going to do? Is it possible they could somehow find a way to rationalize a way? Yeah, yeah, 19 women filed lawsuits against one of our star quarterbacks. But, hey, we didn't see nothing. Yeah, we, we couldn't substantiate anything, so go ahead and play football. Roger Goodell, call your office. Speaking of Instagram messages and texting, my brother got me on Signal the other day. He's like, let's take this conversation I was texting back and forth with him over to Signal. And I had kind of vaguely heard of it, and I'm like, okay. And he sent me a link, and it turns out that Signal is now the new hot thing. It is end-to-end encrypted messaging. It looks and feels just like text messaging, and okay, I'm not going to be sending any kind of confidential shit I need to hide, but I wouldn't mind a little extra encryption there. You never know when it could come in handy. And so I I signed up for Signal. I guess I got the app, and I let it access my contacts, which to to say that my contact list in my phone is not the most up-to-date was one of the great understatements in the world, but whatever. Apparently, when you do that, it somehow sends out a notification to everybody else in your contact list who is also on Signal that, hey, this guy you know that you and he share contact information on, he just joined Signal. So my guy, Andy and Indy, who I guess I had his text number from back in the day from one of the Zay Vegases, he reaches out to me via email, not secure, or not as secure, and says, I, hey, I don't know what you think about Signal, but just so you know, 
it sends out a message saying you're on signal. Not sure how that does for your desire for privacy. I, I don't know. I'm assuming Andy also is on signal because otherwise, how would he have gotten that message? I would certainly hope that he wouldn't have gotten a text message or an SMS on his phone itself saying, hey, this guy you know is over on Signal. Otherwise, I would have just texted my entire fucking phone book, which I don't think I did. I would have heard from a lot more people going, hey, what the fuck is this? But maybe I did. Maybe I did and everyone just ignored me. Who knows? Stadium names. Era, we have... Major corporations sponsoring this event. The Buffalo Bills have announced that they have changed the name of their stadium. It used to be New Era Field. And it is now going to be called Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York Stadium. That's right. Former Bills Stadium. Former Rich Stadium. Now the Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York Stadium. They will shorten it to just Highmark Stadium. We have major corporations sponsoring this stadium. Hey, let's talk chiropractic, shall we? So I signed up for a membership or a, I don't know, monthly program for chiropractic from this place called The Joint. It's apparently a chain of chiropractor shops or chiropractor practices, chiropractic facilities around around the country. And I did it because I've been having... All right, time for Zabe's medical update. So either as a result of my ongoing rheumatoid arthritis or perhaps just sleeping on it funny or who the fuck knows what, my left arm had tingling and numbness in it. And when I tilted my neck a certain direction. It was like, ah, nerve pinching, right? Okay. Tingling, numbness, nerve. Get it. Kind of freaked me out. Not very happy about it. So I go in order first to a masseuse. She starts working on the upper left back area where I was having some issues and it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Then I went to a chiropractor. Then I went literally right She's like, well, there's a place right here on the same strip mall called The Joint. You might want to check them out. Now, I know everyone is like, oh, I got a great Cairo. I'll hook you up with my Cairo. You got to see him. You got to see her. This is the Mick Chiropractic, I guess, of the chiropractic world. And I have not had chiropractic pretty much ever. I had it once from a guy I played golf with, Dr. Bill Irby, many, many years ago. And I'll never forget, I woke up one day, something was fucked up with my shoulder. I slept on it wrong or whatever. We were supposed to play golf that day, and I, I, I called him. I said, I, I can't come play, Doc. My, my shoulders, I, can't, I can barely lift it above my, you know, I can barely lift my hand above my shoulder. He says, Zabe, get to the goddamn golf course. I will bring my table. We'll set it up in the locker room. I will have you good to go in 20 minutes or less. I said, get out of here. He goes, you better be there. Okay, fine. So I show up and he, he not only adjusted me, but he also used an ultrasound gun or something on my shoulder. I got to tell you, I went out that day and I felt better than I had felt in forever. Forever. 
it was the closest thing to a genuine medical miracle I'd ever seen. Well, anyway, so that was the last time I had been to a chiropractor. I should probably go more often. In fact, when I finally went to go see the Cairo at this place, the joint, I told him my situation. He, of course, checked me out and he was like, yep, yeah, you're very tight. You're very locked up here. You're very this, you're very that. It's bad. He's like, you know, you, you really should have ongoing chiropractic as part of being an RA patient because, you know, RA affects the joints and it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. So you should, this should be part of your regimen. I, I agreed. I agreed with him. So he kind of gave me a little adjustment and said, you know, you should come in twice a week. Now, I guess with this, uh, and it wasn't expensive at all. It's like a $80 a month thing, and you get, I don't know, like eight, uh, I think you get eight appointments, not appointments, you don't have to make an appointment, it's just eight visits, eight adjustments. And they're just walk-in. So then I go to the one out here in Arizona, and there's a ton of them in Phoenix. And this guy, he works on me. It's really painful, some of the positions he's putting me in with that left arm. And so I'm kind of wincing, and I'm like, ugh. But he got a good couple cracks in my back. He got my neck cracking pretty good. I think it's moving in the right direction. It's not as bad. It's still a little bit there, but... I think it's moving in the right direction. So your thoughts on chiropractic are welcome. Now let's talk masks. I know. It's 26 minutes in. I'm going to spend a few quick minutes on it and be done. The verdict is in from me and the restaurant mask episode when I went to pick up my food. I told you the story a couple of podcasts ago. Pick up the food at a restaurant. I was not sitting down. I was not there for more than two seconds. I was at an outdoor window. The woman was inside in a bar area and just all she had to do was take my card, give me my food. And she insisted on me wearing a mask, took one out of the thing and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm the asshole, according to most of you, by how I handled it. I didn't yell and scream. I didn't say, but my freedoms. I didn't tip her. More on that in a second. And then I left the mask on top of the bill. As I left, she had turned away to go do something else. That was a bit of an asshole move. I'll I'll grant you that. But let's first talk about tipping when it comes to pickup and takeout. I don't always tip on takeout. I don't know where people come down on this. I feel strongly that, hey, this takeout food I'm getting ain't fucking cheap. I should probably be eating out. My wife and I agree we should be eating out a whole lot less because it's fucking expensive. And I don't always tip on takeout. So there's that. Let's put that aside. But my own cousin, Tommy Lynette of Reno, Nevada, formerly of Truckee, but now lives in Reno. He is listener of this podcast. He's my cousin. He has turned into a badass restaurateur, okay? When all I knew him for when I was, when we were younger was he was just this hellion on skis because he grew up literally in Squaw Valley, Virginia, or Squaw Valley, California. I, I lived in Virginia. So anyway, Tommy emailed to say, cuz, look, I love you. I agree with almost everything you say. You were wrong on this one. 
He said as a restaurateur, as a guy who owns and is part owner of several restaurants in and around the Reno area, he said, look, nobody wants to get out of this mask business more than us in the restaurant biz, but we're afraid of the health department shutting us down and we have to comply and, you know, all this other stuff. And I said, okay, fine. Let's take that as the truth, but now let's come here to Arizona where there is no mask mandate right now. It was lifted a week ago. By the, by the way, do you know what the COVID numbers were Monday here in Arizona? 605 new cases, zero new deaths. I Google the population of Arizona, 7.2 million people roughly, give or take. I then started to do some math. My brain started to overheat. I got dizzy. I had to lay down. I got back up again. And I think I've got this right. 600 cases out of 7 million is less than one-tenth of 1%. 600 cases in the entire state. And there are businesses, almost all of them, that I've been in and out of that have the masks, the mask mandate on the window. Now, the only place that I was challenged on it was the restaurant we went to tonight. But otherwise... I'm just thinking to myself, so you don't have to do this. Arizona restaurants could drop their mask mandates right now, and they're not. So, Tommy, you're going to have to tell me why these restaurants in Arizona, who would have the luxury of doing what you say as a restaurateur in California, would love to do, or in Nevada, I guess, yet they're not doing. Apparently, they had a news story on this, and there was a guy who owns a sub shop, who posted a sign that said, we require masks, even though the governor, Governor Ducey, rescinded the mask mandate, he's an idiot, read the sign, and is not a doctor. So to keep our employees safe, blah, 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 blah. I saw that and I shook my head and I thought, oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, sweet, unintentional irony. A subway, a sub shop owner lecturing the governor about not being a doctor. Anybody? Class? Who would like to, who's got the answer? Oh, I see lots of hands going up. That's right. You're not a fucking doctor either. And what are you saying? That your sub shop has better science than the state of Arizona and all of the state's health experts and the politicians working this issue. It's not about the science people. (laughs) 600 new cases, 600 new cases in the state of Arizona. If every new coronavirus case was a 10 foot tall pink elephant plushie and it was sitting out in the open You'd have a hard time finding one of them driving around as fast as you can to every place in the state in which there was people and roads and buildings and businesses. 600. So, it continues. And it seems like Team Virus has now thrown up wilder and wilder three-pointers and fouling late in the game here. I saw Fauci over the weekend say that when kids go out with other kids, 
from other households. They want to have their masks on so they don't possibly get the virus. This fucking guy, he is desperate to stay relevant. He was greeted with that message on Sunday with a lot of people going, really? Really? We know the science shows that kids do not transmit this virus. We know that kids, according to the actual science, are damn near bulletproof against this virus. It is 10 to 20 times less deadly to kids than the flu. Am I yelling? I'm yelling. See, this is why I go to the car to do the podcast. My mom's like, you know, you could do it in the other room. I'm sure I won't hear you. We've got our uh, noise machine on. I go, mom, you're going to hear me. I'm going to get worked up at some point. Kids don't transmit. Kids are bulletproof. You're telling me that they have to play even outdoors with other kids with masks on. Fuck off, Fauci. Seriously. To the moon and back. Now, the new head of the CDC, this Rochelle Walensky woman, said she has an impending sense of doom because several states are showing upward trends in cases and hospitalizations. She's supposed to be a cold-eyed, scientific thinking person. She has a sense of doom. She told Rachel Maddow, I can't face, I just can't face another surge when there's so much optimism right at our fingertips. Oh, the delusion of control over a virus like this. And the notion that somehow the game, like it is a game, is about to be won with some arbitrary number or time or give us two more weeks and then we're going to win the game. Yay! It's fucking childlike and, well, head of the CDC. Biden wants states to reinstate their mask mandates. Not fucking happening. President Putin head in eight. Wild threes and lots of fouling. That's where we're at in this ballgame right now. Oh, and then there's the vaccine passports that have been talked about. But oh, look at the time. 35 minutes in. Don't have time to get into that. So we'll do that another time. Didn't have time to get into Satan's shoes. Didn't have time to get into the fattest place kicker ever in low-level college football. We'll get into it. Dave Kindred, great story. Great writer, great story now about him covering a high school girls basketball team and how it has, quote, saved him in his late stage of life and grief with his family and his wife and everything else. Didn't have time for that. Didn't have time for uh, Jeff Lowe from Tiger King getting a, uh, a stroke, having a massive stroke. He claims he was poisoned. Normally I'd say, nah, dude, you just had a stroke. Got to watch your uh, cholesterol and shit. But it is Jeff King or Jeff Lowe of Tiger King, being poisoned, I think is not entirely out of the question. My bookie, gut hunch, gut punch of the day, taking the two dogs on Tuesday night, plus the points, the Pac-12 double dog Bill Walton special. Get your account at mybookie.ag today and use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get up to $1,000 of bonus matching deposit. Make sure you read the rules on your bonus deposit so there is no confusion on that. Promo code ZABE and get with mybookie.ag. Put a 
little money in the game. It's fun. Keeps you more interested. And if you are not doing great in basketball, baseball is almost here. The MLB lock of the season has a bet you cannot lose unless you're a complete moron. They have lowered the over-under on the total runs in the opening day game between the Dodgers and Rockies to a half a run. So unless you bet the under of a 0-0 tie, which has never happened in baseball to my knowledge, guess what? You're going to win that bet. Go to mybookie.ag and sign up today. All right, that's it. I'm in an empty parking lot here. Uh, day two, Arizona. It's going great. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for being with me. Have yourself a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time.